Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Fa'tazalan Nabiya sallallahu alaihi wa sallam Nisa'ahu min ajli dhalikal hadith Hina afshathu hafsatu ila Aishat radiyallahu taranhuma Tis'a'u wa ishirina layla Wa kiana qal Ma'ana bitakhilin alayhin na shahram Min shiddati mawjidatihi alayhin Hina atabahumna فلما مدت تسع وعشرون ليلة دخل على عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها فبدع بها قالت عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها ثم أنزل الله تعالى آية التخير فبدع بي أول امرأة من نسائه فاخترته ثم خير نسائه كلهن فكل مثل ما قالت عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها رواه البخاري The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam remained secluded from his wife for 29 days during this incident when Hafsa radiallahu ta'ala anha divulged a private matter of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, he said, he had said, I will not go to them for a month due to the extent of his displeasure towards them until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed him in the matter. When 29 nights had passed, away, had passed he entered Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha's room and began, and began giving each of his wives a choice starting with her. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala explained, although the exalted revealed the verses of giving choice. So, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam began with me, giving me the choice first out of his wives, and I chose to remain with him. Thereafter, he gave each of his wives the choice, and they all said the same thing as Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. The choice was, the verse was, O Prophet, tell your wives, if your desire is for the present life and its, and its finery, then come. I will make provision for you and release you with kindness. But if you desire Allah, His Messenger, and the final abode, then remember that Allah has prepared great rewards for those of you who do good. Commentary. This hadith gives us a glimpse into the life and the family life of the Prophet It gives us insight into how much the Prophet shared in the life experiences of regular people. Due to his lofty status as the Messenger of Allah وسلم, one night one might envision that he had a blissfully sublime marital life totally devoid of arguments, difficulties or challenges. <coughs> However, this narration shows that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, went through many of these issues like everyone else. Qadiyyad rahmatullahi alayhi writes, Someone able to marry and carry out the obligation incurred by marriage without being distracted from his Lord has a lofty, has a lofty degree. Such is the degree of our Prophet ﷺ having many wives did not distract him from worshipping his Lord. Indeed, it increased him in worship. In that he protected his wives, gave them the rights, earned for them and guided them. The Prophet ﷺ is the most honored of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation and his wives are the honored mothers of the believers. Someone may ask, how can the wives of the Messenger of Allah ﷺ possibly argue with him or have the boldness to speak to him in this way? To answer this question, we must first correct this notion. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, and his noble wives were still human. As, we, as was mentioned in the previous chapters, the belief is Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah is that anything related to normal, normal human experience can also be faced by a Prophet. Therefore, it is normal for them and their families to experience worldly problems, sadness, grief, or any other human condition. One of the divine wisdoms in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowing these incidents to occur. And for the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala ajma'in to narrate these stories, that it allows us, the followers of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to learn how to deal with these situations. 
In this way, we can follow his example in how he treated his wives and responded to their attitudes whenever we face any conflict with our own spouses. The background of this incident is that some of the spoils of war came in, came in from one of the battles. The entire family of the Prophet ﷺ lived an ascetic life, and as we have discussed in some of the previous hadith, the wives thought that they may be rightfully entitled to receive a portion of this wealth because of the struggles they ordinarily faced. They are asking for an increase, and the Prophet ﷺ expenditure upon them was not a demand for the luxuries of this world, rather it was a request to come out of the hardship they faced on a daily basis. They made a mistake in judgment by persisting in the, accept, in the expectation that they receive something, leading to the displeasure of the Prophet ﷺ. Due to their insistence upon a worldly matter for the honor of being wed to, to the most beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, Allah demanded from them a higher standard and revealed, Ya ayyuhun nabi, qul li azwajika in kuntunna turidna al-hayata al-dunya wa zinataha, fata'alayna umatikkunna wa usarrihkunna sarahan jameela, ya in kuntunna turidna Allah wa rasoolahu wa addar al-akhirah, fa inna Allah a'addar al-mahsanati min kunna ajran azimah. O Prophet, say to your wives, if your desire is for the present life in its finery, then come. I will make provision for you and release you with kindness. But if you desire Allah, His Messenger, and the final abode, then remember that Allah has prepared great rewards for those of you who do good. Of course, once this became clear to them, they all took heed and preferred Allah and His Messenger وسلم, over all else. This was the great patience that was demanded on their part to remain in marriage with the Messenger of Allah Many men and women encounter some form of difficulty in their marriage. However, if they were to recognize that their marriage is a means of devotion and drawing closer to Allah, it would help them tolerate such difficulty with great, greater patience, as well as help them, as, as help them see that such patience serves the purpose of pleasing one's Lord. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, so undoubtedly with, undoubtedly, with hardship, there is ease. Undoubtedly, with hardship, there is ease. Thus, the secret to a successful marriage is to not be so const constantly concerned with eliminating conflict. Rather, it is in learning how to deal with and manage these conflicts when they arise. This starts with each spouse realizing that their partner may not be perfect. They still possess many excellent qualities that make them beloved. By focusing on their good and being patient with their shortcomings, a person will learn to love their spouse instead of lose love for them on an account of them being human. This is the best this is best summarized in the words of the Prophet وسلم, recorded in Sahih Muslim. La yafrak mu'minun mu'minatan in kariha minha khulukan radiya minha akhir aw qala ghayrahu. A believing man should never hate a believing woman, yani his wife. If he is displeased with something of her character, he will be pleased with something else. Imam al-Ubdi rahmatullahi alayhi explains it is not appropriate for a man to completely despise his wife when he sees something with her that displeases him. Because even if he is displeased with one thing, he will still be pleased with something else. So whatever he likes in her, out to compensate for what he dislikes. Bala further elaborates. There is an indication in this that there is no spouse that, that exists who is free from deficiency. Therefore, anyone who desires a spouse is free, who is free from flaw will remain spouseless. People, especially believers, are not free from at least some praiseworthy traits. So it is necessary to consider good and overlook the rest. This story of the Messenger ﷺ and his wives is a treasure trove filled with wisdom and lessons to learn from. From this we see that the Prophet ﷺ did not revile, insult, curse, or beat his wives when he became displeased with them. 
He did not physically, emotionally, or verbally abuse them. He continued to fulfill the duty of a husband. And at no point do we see any immoderation or abuse from his side. From his side, all he did was stay aloof or away from them, so that they may, so that they may them, so that they themselves would understand their mistake. That they ultimately did so is clear from the culmination of this hadith when all the wives chose to remain with the Messenger of Allah and prefer him over all else. Taking heed of the example of the Messenger of Allah and his wives and taking note of his advice should help every one of us in our domestic lives. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our spouses a coolness for our eyes and a comfort for our hearts. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashadu wa la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa natubu